Hello, and welcome to Things We're Too Lazy to Blog About. I am Amanda Lauren, and I am with my co-host, Allie Levine. Hey, hey, hey. And we are with someone who has such an interesting story. Ooh. We are with Jess, I'm going to screw up her last name, Sukan. You did it perfectly. Yay. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm You're excited. welcome. Jess is a, well, you've been on almost 30 and you were on, you were on Lady Gang. Mm-hmm. How oh, did goals. you get on Lady Gang? I'm very curious. We've had on Kelty and I've yeah, interviewed yes, Kelty. I love her. She's incredible. She's um, amazing. If yeah. you don't like Kelty, you're pretty much a piece of garbage. Also, her Instagram's <laughs> incredibly funny. Yes. Oh my God. She's I amazing. know. I love very her. very clever. Yeah. Um, I actually got on that podcast because I work in partnership with my mom, who's a hormone health educator, mm-hmm. and she was invited on their podcast a while back, and the content resonated so much with the women, and especially that demographic, that they had her back on a second time. And Wait, I think I know who your mom is. Her Can name's we- Candace Birch. Okay, yes. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, uh, yes, yeah, yes. you remember? <laughs> yeah, so she, so my sister and I went out with her the second time to be there with her while she recorded, and she talked about our partnership, and then uh, the ladies asked me, or asked me what I do, and they were like, oh, well, we should have you on next, mm-hmm. because, you know, that's something that would also resonate with our audience, and I created this um product called the sexy sugar cleanse and so that's what I talked about they wanted to know um what was what that was all about so I eat so much sugar that's like my one (laughs) I know I'm I'm with you I am the worst although I I feel like like chocolate chocolate yeah well that's why I found a need for it because it's in I mean I said this on their podcast too but it's in 80 percent of all food products I believe that yeah yeah Yeah. so it's crazy because if you took away anything with added sugar, you would be left with 20% of the store of any grocery <laughs> Wow. Store. Yeah, That's unless crazy. it's maybe Erwan, but. <laughs> I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of Erwan. I know people love it, but I feel like it's like they just make up a price for everything. Like, I want to charge $800 for this <laughs> tomato. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you'll buy it because it's Erwan. No, it's exactly. really weird. It's like, and I'm not a cheap person, and I don't really buy, well, Okay, so we are both ambassadors for milk and eggs. Yes. I love milk and eggs. That's the best. I get it every week. They're great. They're amazing. When we don't – but I also do Trader Joe's. I feel like Trader Joe's has really good, inexpensive, Mm -hmm. like – good store and I don't like that I don't really like big grocery stores because I'm from New York like I don't need five just show me five no, things and I, I, I don't need seven when there's brand, such a big store I feel yeah. like, like clothing as a stylist I over pull because mm-hmm. I'm overwhelmed so I'm like yeah. oh I need this I need this I'll come home my husband's like what grocery store did you go to because it looks like you just picked up like everything and I'm like I don't know I just I just wanted this 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 and yeah. like, but are we actually going to eat it probably not well, I but. always say that with my clients because I do like a mix of milk and eggs eggs and um then I'll do like sun basket which is a meal delivery right and then Trader Joe's for like the one-off things I can't get on milk and eggs yeah but I always tell my clients like it seems like you you feel like you might spend more if you do a grocery delivery service or a meal um prep service but you usually don't like I've calculated my finances and I really? actually save wow because when you go into a grocery store usually you're either hungry 
um, or you're just distracted by all the things. So how many times have you gone in a grocery store for toilet paper and come out with like $100 dollars mm-hmm. worth of stuff or, or like Target or Target. Target. Yeah, Target. Oh my yeah. gosh. You go in for a light bulb and you come yeah. out with like a whole new apartment. <laughs> yeah, every exactly. You're time. like, Oh, this would look great in my home. And then I love this outfit. Oh. And then, yep. My husband and I, we joke about it and we took our, we rode our bikes to Target one day. Cause we're like, <laughs> so you oh, do you only have baskets? <laughs> we ended up still putting aside a shopping cart on hold. Nice. We were like, that's oh, that's yeah. next level. And we went back. And bought it all. Um, Amazing. Like, yeah, I do feel like when it comes to yeah, grocery shopping and just wanting to stick to like a healthy plan, it's or at least you know not overspend or get sidetracked because grocery stores, any store, it's like they put products out to tempt you. No, I know. Even Trader Joe's does it. Oh my god, and they're always coming out with new products. I know, but I like that. But I feel like it's a very I don't know. It's weird. I never go crazy. Although I did buy a lot of stuff there yesterday. Yeah, I think with Trader Joe's, too, you get to know their products. So after a while, you kind of know exactly what you want. Like, I love to get their frozen cauliflower rice and their zucchini noodles and, like, their everything but the bagel seasoning. <laughs> uh, chili lime salt. That one's so good, too. No, they have, like, so many. I feel like you could go crazy with unhealthy snacks mm-hmm. because they're sort of, like, disguised as healthy. It's, like, yes, chocolate-covered almonds. It's not oh, the same thing as I know. Bananas. So chocolate covered blueberries, mm-hmm. like one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, or the trail mix that has like so much candy in it. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> no way. It's tr- okay. So I do the. It's cranberries, almonds, and cashews, and I do those packets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think of those? Cranberries, almonds. It's and just cashews. cranberries, just almonds. It's just the three things. Yeah, I mean that's fine. I cranberries, any dried fruit like that is pretty high in sugar, so. If it's a lot of cranberries, I mean, but at it's the end of the day, it's a tiny amount. Like, it's a packet. You're you're supplementing it with the healthy fats from the nuts, so I wouldn't be worried about it. Yeah, those are fine. I I get those for my husband all the time. Really, mm-hmm. I love it because I can keep them like in my purse, and if I'm out and Easy. I start, because I have a tendency to like go all day without eating. Yes, you're really bad. Oh, I'm, yeah. So you gotta have those easy go tos. So like I like those packs, um, but what I like to do and. I'm not a meal prepper. Like, I really am not. But I will prep um, these little trail mixes in individual bags where it's macadamia nuts, cacao nibs, and Dang's coconut flakes. Ooh. So it's kind of like sweetie, salty, crunchy. I like that. And so that kind of, like, hits on all of the things that people Sounds crave. Yeah. But it's really healthy, high in fat. Right. So And so you're not getting you any too. sugar. Okay. So it fills you more, but you still get that sort of like satisfaction. And then from the cacao nibs, you get the magnesium and you get the chocolate. So it kind of helps curb cravings. Uh, so I love that. And then it's like, if you go to a movie, th- movie or something like that, you can bring them in. But I'm the crazy snack lady. I'm traveling tomorrow <laughs> through the weekend for a wedding. And it's like, I go through security with like a whole bag of tricks. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I go through as you hear my daughter in the background. I go, I go through any anywhere with a ton of snacks just because for her, and yeah. I have to remind myself to pack something for me. So now my new thing is like I bring like like a protein <laughs> situation. Like at Costco, they have like the little protein packs. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been living off of because it's like egg, cheese, cracker, peanut butter, almond butter. Mm-hmm. Like so, it's like everything kind of yeah. all in one. And it's easy. It's a and mini charcuterie. That's yeah, so great. Take it with me, and then I can just eat it while I go, and it's like I don't think about it. Because mm-hmm. trying for me, being a new mom and being that I am always on the go, trying to convert her stuff and then mine, it's like I'm I'm the one who always goes to the wayside. I, I make sure say, she's good to go, mm-hmm. and then I'm like screwed. I work with a lot of like new moms or it. women who are about to be a mom, mm-hmm. and it's like 
you really do start to put yourself on the back burner. Oh, yeah, and then 100%. That's where you are the like, back burner. Yeah, you are, you are the back burner, but yeah. then it kind of bites you in the butt because you aren't able to show up like you sure. want to because yeah. you're so drained of energy and mm-hmm. you're just like, ah, like when have I – even taking a shower. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Raising my hand. <laughs> I don't even have a kid and I question when I've taken a shower. Uh, well, yeah. I'm probably going on day two of day three right now myself. <laughs> I mean, it happens, you know. It, it totally happens. Great. No, yeah, your hair is amazing. Yeah. Sometimes, like, the third day is the best day. Isn't that funny mm-hmm. how you just, like – So, I love that you work with so many, like, new moms or anything. So, I would just be curious because we do have – and we, I've noticed on a lot of our reviews lately we've had a lot more moms listening probably because I am in mommyhood. Mm-hmm. What would be some advice that you would give, like, some moms-to-be and new moms of, like, how to kind of stay on track and to show up for themselves like you were just mm-hmm. saying and that sort of thing? Yeah. I mean, I think it would be similar to the advice I would give any of my clients, but specifically moms. Mm-hmm. It's like I know – that we often think that by putting ourselves first, we're being selfish. And I think uh-huh. as a mom, you probably feel that where it's like, I can't do that. I have yes. to put this little person mom that relies on me. Yeah. yeah. So that guilt that you feel is even more magnified than just someone like me who has a husband. It's like, sure. I still, you know, you still have guilty feelings when maybe you're not oh, yeah. home in time to make dinner or, right. um, you know, or you're not able to show up for your friends. So it's important for everybody. But I think as a new mom, it's like finding things that simplicity is key I think for anybody Mm -hmm. so like I was just talking to a client the other day and it's like yeah you shouldn't feel like you have to make some elaborate dinner every single night right but if you can like I said earlier set yourself up with maybe like a sun basket which is like a really nice organic delivery service that comes during the weeks that you know are just crazy right Right. or even a delivery service where it's already made for you right or yeah like on a Sunday night you're like okay this is the night that I go through and go on milk and eggs and I pick everything for the week so I'm prepped but thinking simple stupid because like for me I mean I get it all the time oh you love to cook like you might I see your recipes and it's like I really don't I My advice is to have five go-to meals that you know, like you always have those ingredients on hand. You can create variations on the same type of meal. But if you get home, it's going to take you 15 minutes or less to make one of these five things that you know you're always going to like. So maybe it's like I love to do – like I'll have the Trader Joe's cauliflower broccoli rice Mm -hmm. um, already pre-riced in the fridge. So you can throw those in a pan – Add some nutritional yeast, Kite Hill cream cheese, which is, like, my favorite vegan cream cheese, Mm. and make, like, put a little almond milk, and you make, like, this faux risotto out of it. It sounds so good. It's so good. Is this on your website? Um, No, but I'll share it with you. (laughs) It's actually something my client came up with, and Uh. I've been sharing it ever since. And you could do, like, a mushroom risotto. I'll do shrimp because they're super quick, so Uh you can make them in three minutes, throw that in. So just, like, very easy. That takes 15 minutes, Uh if not less. Um, so easy go-tos I would say are one, mm-hmm. like you said, snacks on hand yeah, all the time yeah. with a lot of good fats uh-huh. and protein to keep yeah. your blood sugar level. And, and I'm breastfeeding exclusively, Nuts. so I have to keep my milk production up. Yes. So yeah. Which I realize is a real struggle. <laughs> right. So nutrition for you is really important. And yeah. I think, um, things that you enjoy that are actually tasty. So like, I always love to have like a bulletproof bar on hand because it kind of is like healthier candy bar to me which ones do you like yeah I, I like tried a few and I was not a Same. big fan yes yeah, so I'm like I would love to know cookie dough I don't Have think I tried the cookie dough so. cookie dough I like pumpkin spice those okay. are the two I like 
Um, I'm not, I mean, the other ones are, are okay, but those are the ones I really like. Yeah, and what's good about them, it's so flipping hard to find a healthy bar. Yeah, it's so, not the truth. But I was going to say, you're probably going to make fun of them. I know, I was like, so break out one of yours. It's I'm like, I should so break out one of I mean, people always ask me, and it's like, yeah. it's really, really hard. So that's why, I mean. Because they, what's on the market, right? Because how you were explaining with the sugars. It's yeah. Like, because what's out there. Most of them have added sugars. You'll turn it around and you're... You know, it'll say all the buzzwords you want to hear. Sure. Like, it's organic, it's yeah. low sugar, it's gluten-free, it's yeah. soy-free. And you turn it around, and there's, like, 50 <laughs> ingredients. You know, and, like, sure. And you always know the highest concentration of whatever ingredient is first. So, if it's, like, oh, sure it sugar, honey, oats. Right. Uh, I do not eat these all of the time. The I one probably part. have it, like, once a week. Yeah. So. If I'm, like, in a – because somehow – it's, like – Sometimes I'm just like, I'm hungry. I know I'm going to be in traffic if I'm driving from here. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's easy. But I don't like to have them all the time. I usually don't buy more than like one or two at once mm-hmm. because I feel like I could just eat a hunt. Like, I feel like I could eat those all the time. So the reason why you feel like you can eat them all the time. So she asked me about a one bar. Because it's like cake. So it's, it's birthday cake flavor. It's birthday cake flavor. Um. They get you because it's 20 grams of protein on the front and then one gram of sugar, which sounds good. But then when you turn it over. chemicals. Like, I'm not going to count all of these ingredients, but it looks like (laughs) there's maybe 30. There's whey protein. There's milk. So, immediately, it's going to be more inflammatory for people. Um, There's also um, some cheap oils in here, like palm kernel oil. Oh, I know. I'm sure. Um, There's milk again. (laughs) There's soy, which is, again... An emulsifier and hormone disruptor, yeah, hormone disruptor, Um, especially this kind of soy because it's not like a fermented tempeh or something. Um, Confectioners sprinkles have like sugar. (laughs) No, I know cornstarch, which is um, inflammatory. I mean, there's again soy listed again. There's dextrin. There's sucralose. So anything ending in OSE is sugar. That's what I thought. Yeah. So no matter what, that way, right? Yep. It's like. And so even think about, like, lactose, that's right. milk sugar. Well, and it's the same thing when it comes to, like, skincare, and they, like, hide it by putting, like, the L-A-T-E, but it's, like, no matter what, it's folate, no matter what, it's a chemical, mm-hmm. period. Yeah. Even yeah. if they've changed oh, the way the it phthalate, looks, like, like, the pH. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, I mean, it's yeah. it's spelled so strange. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, Sometimes it's like, with like, a Y, sometimes yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they'll be like, oh, yeah. it's this, and it's like, no, but then if you read it, you're like, no, that's chemical, no matter whichever way you spell it. Yeah, or, like, okay, here's mine. Mine's Costco. Okay, so hers is a Costco soft and chewy granola bar this is my favorite so they get you on this one because it says 100 calories per bar so people who are caring Trying, about calories yeah, like that. 100 not, calories is really not like, enough for a snack for me yeah but for you but for me i just like the flavor it so that's what gets me it so, gets me through like my chocolate fix okay so this one has rolled oats sugar is the second ingredient <laughs> so that's always and then canola oil so canola oil is an inflammatory oil so okay. the cheap oils like <clears throat> safflower oil canola oil palm oil um peanut oil those things you want to try to avoid, avoid or at least like reduce because <laughs> okay. I'm not about like completely cutting out right. food groups long term I think you also have to like enjoy your life yeah, um, yeah. but thank you for that <laughs> but like if you want to enjoy your life I'd, I'd almost rather you like have like a delicious chocolate bar than this really because wow. there's molasses in here there's soy there's corn syrup so literally like the first Five ingredients are all sugar. And then there's chocolate chips. Again, sugar. So the first seven ingredients are wow. all sugar. Oh, and then there's sugar again. Oh, my gosh. And then so there's corn syrup. Do, like, when they write it like that and they put sugar again and sugar again, like, why do they do that? 
Because it's different types of sugar. So, oh. yeah, they're all different, but it all ends up being sugar. So, honestly, just in looking, doing, like, a brief scan, sugar is listed at least 10 times. Wow. Yeah. And it contains soy, milk, and wheat. Oh, so, sh- for anybody. <laughs> so, I should just go find myself a cookie. You should eat a, you should eat a chocolate. Yeah. Eat, like, a nice, like, dark chocolate bar or something. Yeah. Well, that. our friend um, Chanel, who um, has a podcast, um, Learned, heard, and stirred. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. She does also like wellness and nutrition. She's a big nutrition science guru. Mm-hmm. And so she's studying in school and she got me into the Lily's chocolate bars from mm-hmm. Whole Foods and they're filling and they are good. And she's like, you should stick to those. So, um, Candace, our mutual uh-huh. friend, uh-huh. um, who was in fashion yeah. as yeah. well, she left 19 years in fashion and uh-huh. started, she had major burnout and mm-hmm. Candida. And so she was looking for a chocolate bar that didn't have a whole lot of sugar in it. Mm-hmm. And so she couldn't find anything that tasted really good. I think Lily's was the only one that came close. And so she recently, in the last year, I think it was just her one-year anniversary, created Beauty Bar Chocolate, That's which is so sugar-free. Cool. And it has adaptogens in it, which are Ooh. herbs that help your body adapt to outside wow. stressors. Yeah, we'll send you one. There's pearl collagen in it. Oh, so wow. it's honestly like Ooh. that's my nighttime thing. I'll yeah. have three squares. It like melts in your mouth. Yeah. It's sweetened with monk fruit, which is a zero glycemic natural sweetener. Um, and like if you want to have like little healthy fats to go with it, you could like dip it in nut butter. Ooh. And that right there is like super satisfying, cuts the sugar cravings, and there's nothing in it that's junk that's going to make you like crave more. Well, no, I'm like, no, I get it. And I, it's funny because like this is my one like fake food thing. I hate fake food. Yeah. You'd After I'd say there are two fake food things I do. I do those occasionally and I do like a skinny cow ice cream oh, bar. I used to be addicted to those. I love was, them. They're so and good. It's, yeah, you I'm know addicted. what? I feel like though it's not like I don't have it every night and but it's just like look like I would love to have like regular ice cream. I don't think it's that great. I feel like this gets rid of my craving mm-hmm. and it's like if this is the one thing I have like a few days a week is it really like no. that bad? No. Of course not. I think the, I mean, the whole thing with me is that knowledge is power, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like we should learn to be aware of what we're putting in our body because that way we can understand, like, why we're craving certain things. We can understand why we're feeling maybe low energy. Uh, we can understand, you know, why it is that we wake up in the middle of the night and our blood sugar drops and all of a sudden we want to get up and eat something or we don't sleep well and we get up and it's like, why do I just want to eat like all the fast food in the world? So I think it's just, it's important to know what goes into your food because Mm -hmm. the food industry is not going to educate you. No. Advertising and marketing is not going to educate you. Your body is the best science experiment there is. So it's like you could read all the stats out there that tell you what to do and why, but at the end of the day, like your body is the best science experiment. You know when you feel like shit and you know Mm -hmm. when you feel good. And so But at the same time, it's like, you have to live your life. And I come from a very disordered background, 12 years of it, of yo-yo dieting and orthorexia. And so I know that it doesn't work to just be all or nothing, to be black and white. Like a skinny cow, um, you're fine. A couple times a week, enjoy it. If you like it, I mean, that's the thing. But the thing I would say is like, if you're eating it because you're like, oh, it's this many calories and it's like a diet food versus like just enjoying like, you know, a cup of 
some really high quality ice cream, I don't I would like just question if it's because that's what you really well, like. Well, it's or? a few things. One, I love dessert. Like I came from a I'm family where like dessert. we ate dessert. When mm-hmm. I go out to dinner, I order dessert. Yeah. Like yeah. life is short. Same. Yes. I'm yes. gonna eat dessert and yeah. I don't really give a shit. Like that's just that's just For what sure. it is. My husband has like a weight problem. He lost like sixty pounds. Wow. He's a big he looks guy. Amazing. That's incredible. And so like we just can't there are certain things like we just can't really keep in the house. Mm-hmm. And so this is something he doesn't really like it. So he won't eat it. Yeah. So it's sort of like I have another person to consider. So it's a bunch That's of things. True. And yeah. the truth is, like, I work out really, although I haven't worked out in a week because I've been sick and I just feel gross. Well, you like, got to take time off too. But I work out like four days a week, five days a week. And mm-hmm. you know what? Like, I don't want to just like work out to eat mint chocolate chip. Like, yeah. I want to, I think <laughs> like that's like my balance. But mm-hmm. like, mind you, like, there are times when if I want chocolate, like, I'll get chocolate. Yeah. Like, if I want a chocolate bar, I'll just get a chocolate bar. Mm-hmm. I mean, I always get, like, a good – I like Ritter Sport. It's this, like, German chocolate they mm-hmm. sell at yeah, Trader Joe's. I've seen it. I'm not familiar with it, so I couldn't tell you. It's not, like, super healthy, fancy like Lily's, but I think that there's a level of quality that's not, like, a Hershey bar. Exactly. Well, yeah, and I'm sure coming from a different country, you know that it's better quality <laughs> just right off I mean, the bat. I know I was going to say. Yeah. Like, and I really enjoy it. And I feel like I have it and I'm satisfied instead of, like, if I were to have, like, a Hershey bar, I'd be like, this is not that – like, I don't feel mm-hmm. like I get anything out of it. Yeah, you're not like, oh, that was so worth it. That was delicious. I mean, that's that's true, too. It's like when you do choose to treat yourself and it's not really even that enjoyable. And then oh. I feel like that's kind of when the guilt starts to creep in. Yeah, you're like, so like oh, that was not worth that it. That wasn't even <laughs> worth it. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's like you might as well choose something that, you know, is going to be so delicious and um, you're going to really enjoy every single bite. And it is about, like, if you're going to treat yourself, do it right. Choose the thing that you're really, really drawn to or emotionally connected to and slow down. Like, chew every bite. Yeah. Because I think we're just so used to, like, going a mile a minute that then we end up, you know, eating the treat or whatever we were so looking forward to in two seconds flat. And then we want something else because it's not enough because we didn't allow our time self our self time to like digest and actually enjoy the experience. So that to me is even more important. No, I agree. Or I like to just do a very small amount. Like they have little, they have mini ones that they sell at like, I live in Largemont, like I live near Largemont Village. Oh, such a cute area. Have you ever area. been to Largemont Wine and Cheese? No. I love wine. (laughs) So I am not a sandwich person at all, but they have these amazing sandwiches. And I'll go like once every two months. Yeah. Like, and you're like, I just, I want it. And you can get a half a sandwich. So it's a really like reasonable, like they have like prosciutto and turkey. A good gourmet, again, like I don't eat a sandwich that often. So when I have it, like I really enjoy my sandwich and it's also like the ritual of it like you're not going yeah. into some like dingy deli like it's no. like a really nice ambiance and it like feels cool to be there and you're like in the little village I think that's also part of it too is like the experience around oh it. yeah and it's also like high quality meat as opposed mm-hmm. to like what you get at the supermarket like I'm very into especially like coming from New York where like we don't really have stores in New York City I mean I've been here for like nine years but like we don't have places like Ralph's like, yeah, that's right. true. true. I didn't think about totally it like that true. unless you go to the outskirts, right? No. So, like, I always went to small, like, gourmet garage in Cinderella. Like, I never got food. Like, we have Food Emporium, which is, I guess, like, Gelson's. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's nothing that's, like, these, like, I don't like a big super, like, 
I mean, I go in and I'll get stuff because I have to. And if I'm out of like toilet paper, yeah, it's across the street. Yeah. But like, I can't even like. Oh my god, it's so funny. I once saw someone returning fish to one of these stores, and all I could think was, "Serves you right for buying fish here." <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. Like, you mean like at a Vons or something? Oh. Or Ralph's? Yeah. <laughs> it was disgusting. It was pavilions, <laughs> and it was a and it was a gross. It's the gross pavilions near where I live. I talk about sometimes, like on the podcast, how disgusting this like. Amelia is feeling fear. I don't love is. pavilions. Yeah, oh, I yeah, I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, and that's the thing too is it's like when you go in those stores where it's like the oh, worst lighting, worst. the lines are forever. I mean, oh, to, I don't love calling people out, but I will call Ralph's out for having like the slowest service ever, <laughs> and like every yes, it seems they like. Do. They, it bre- like something breaks or like oh somebody God. like needs a price check and it's like a tomato that's like in the far corner of the grocery store and you're like yeah you better then there's like a line yes. of 20 people and you're just like ah but then you don't want to go somewhere else because it's like well that might take just as long by the time you're parking so then you're kind of like stuck in line and everyone's getting upset yeah it's like just avoid because not only is it just not like a fun experience like the quality of the food isn't that great and no. then you leave angry and, yeah, yeah. And, and that raises your cortisol level. And we all know that we don't want to raise our stress hormone. No, it's like the worst. It's like I always say to my mom, can someone just open up like a good gourmet store in LA? Like anyone. Because like I like Whole Foods, but it's too big. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like it. It's not really too big. It's just like I like a smaller store. Yeah. I know you said you don't like Erwan, but I do like the fact that they um, have the yeah. best salad bar and the best hot food bar in LA, in my opinion, as far as that goes. And it's very like community oriented. Like people, I go to the one in Venice. So it's okay. like people are really like artistic or creative and you'll hear people like brainstorming or running into each other. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a nice vibe, you know? And so I think I like being there for that, but not to do my whole grocery shopping trip. Otherwise, I will have spent, like, my entire rent. Probably. I was going to say, do you want to go into debt? Like, yeah. for a tomato. Um, but, yeah, it's just, like, it's, there's something, like, I think in America where we've, like, there's no, like, joy in going to just buy food and mm-hmm. choose yeah, your food. it's true. It's always, like, such a pro- – I think, though, that is why I like Trader Joe's because I feel like – the I people, love her. There's a feel in there. It's mm-hmm. like, I they, like the vibe. They're so they hire fun. very yes. good people there. They yes. do. They're very personable. Um, sometimes to the point where it's like, oh, man, I, I'm not sure that I want to mm. talk as long as you, <laughs> you want to talk right now. <laughs> but they are very, they're really personable. And I think that makes a difference. Like, I actually grew up in London, in England. Oh, wow. I was born there, and I moved when I was 10 years old, back oh, to wow. the state. Oh, that's a disappointment. <laughs> I know. My husband always says that he for sure wouldn't have been able to 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 get me, quote unquote, if I still had a British accent. <laughs> but no, I wish I had my accent still. But I, um, yeah, I just remember shopping there with my family. And it's like, we would go to the cheese store and we would go to the bread, like we would go to right. the baker and right. there. Like it was an actual like fun thing to it do. Was fun. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like a store. Yeah. yeah. You go to get your chocolate somewhere and each place you go to like the butcher and it really yeah. has that like kind of old school feel. And I remember that being one of the things when we moved back to the States that my parents were just like, Oh, we did not miss this going into a grocery store and having 500 choices. Like you said, um, and also they don't really need to because there's not as much like, I mean, the food industry is just crazy. Like there's yeah. so much competition. There's like 50 variations <coughs> of everything. 
Um, and you just don't get that in other countries as much. Well, no. Like, don't you feel like also like here in the U.S., like we make everything like a chore? Ugh. Like there's no like like, I feel like going back to like Marie Kondo, like you know, mm-hmm. like everything should spark you joy. Like yeah. don't you feel like 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 we just make everything a chore? Like it's we just this. It, yeah. We we make a big thing of it. Hey, we don't like how you just with your family like enjoyed going to get bread, going to do this, going to do that. Like that must be. St- <laughs> really even the baby is like it's a nightmare exactly like, yeah. that must be so nice that you get to do that and here and like we don't do that yeah we don't it's it's we do if we make the time for it and we decide yeah. that that's something that we want to like that's you know I love going to the farmer's market and that is a way that you can have that experience where you go and you bring your little basket or your bags and you really take time to find the right vegetable with the right price and like you have your strawberry guy that you like to go to like I love the Marvista farmer's market and I uh-huh. have like my nut butter guy that makes really? like the best pecan nut butter and uh-huh. I like wait and Ooh, you know and it's like, exciting because when it runs low like I know that I can only get it there and I have to wait until Sunday right um and I can like take so my excites knife. you yeah. yeah yeah I can like go it's get my knife sharp the fun. larger oh. one is good too hmm? Larchmont Village Large yeah, you said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah is really good oh, okay um no, but you know what I have this big issue with, too? It's, like, actually, it's fish. I want to eat more fish. I don't like Whole Foods fish. Always makes me sick. Really? I. It's basically because I mostly eat salmon. I know you should be more adventurous with fish, but guess what? I'm not. Do you get it off milk and eggs? Because they have good They have good salmon. fish. Or my husband will go fish, yeah. get it from the farmer's market, like, by the grove. But like, yeah, that's. A I didn't place. even know. Like, this is how. So there was a fish store like a block away from where I grew up in New York. I didn't even know people bought fish at the supermarket till like I graduated from college. Like, I didn't know that was like a thing. Really? Yeah. I had. I mean, it sounds so ignorant and it's so sheltered. No, but like, but if that's the way you grew up, then why would you know? Anything I had no idea that like supermarkets even sold fish because like. We never bought it there. Mm-hmm. It sounds so ridiculous, but like no, I mean, I feel like I kind of felt similar. Just how I was describing, it's like we would go to the but like who knew that there's like this huge massive grocery store that you would go to and get everything you needed in one stop. And it, it is true. It's kind of like in this culture too, like wanting to do so many different things, but not a not being able to do everything really, really well. Yeah, we've had yeah. this conversation several times. Yeah, and yeah. So, like, the grocery store that wants to be everything, you know? Right. They fall short. It's just because – don't you feel like that's just life? Like, you yeah. could <laughs> you could want to – she agrees. You could want to wear many hats, and you can. But it's like I've had to learn – like, I was telling Amanda when we were talking before you came, we were trying to organize and whatnot. I said to her, I'm like, listen, I've come to a place where it's like I see I have a bunch of emails. I'm answering things that I have to answer that are urgent. But everything else hits the wayside until after we're done podcasting because yeah. today I'm podcasting, and that's the hat I'm wearing, and yeah. that's my job, and that's what I have to focus on. Yeah. So Priority, or it will be half-assed and it will not be at completion where it should mm-hmm. be and it's like all of us do so much but I've had to come to that place where yeah. I'm trying to find my own balance where I'm like okay today is social media day today is content day and like I have to force yeah. myself to stay in that zone mm-hmm. versus being like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this and then all of a sudden I'm like and I got nothing done yeah you know it's like no, I, I, I agree with you relating it to food I've is very stopped answering my phone like yeah. there are times when it's like I just have to like yeah. the other day I was writing and I turned the wi-fi off on my computer because I didn't have to like research I just literally had That's to like so write smart. and edit mm-hmm. and like you know what I, I have to turn this off. Yeah. I'm going to put – I'm listening to a podcast while I work, but I'm going to just put the phone – I was working in bed because I was sick. Yeah. Like, I'm putting my phone, like, face down. I'm not right. looking at it. And you know what? Like, I have to do this right now or nothing is going to get done. 
and this is not good for my health. I'm so stressed out. I keep getting distracted. Uh, yeah. And apparently every time you're distracted, you lose 11 minutes. I believe that. Something I like that. Oh, wow. I haven't heard that I before. haven't either, but I, that doesn't surprise me at all. No. I actually was just having this conversation too with my husband yesterday. We went on a walk. And oh, we mm-hmm. were talking. We like to go on walks in our neighborhood. Just that's, that's what we do to like wake up too. and catch us, up. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. It's like a nice little catch-up time. Really nice. Yeah. And so we were talking about how, you know, the morning, and this is something I always talk to my clients about too is like it really sets the tone for your day Mm -hmm. and the thing is like my husband I mean hopefully he won't mind me sharing this but (laughs) has been like a little bit more anxious and stressed lately and he's like I don't know what's going on his husband hasn't been yeah and he's just very frustrated by it he's like wearing a lot of different hats he has so much going on handle it the same way we do as well yeah and he's like doesn't feel that he's very organized and and I was like well let's go back to like what you were doing before that was working Mm -hmm. And it was that he was spending like 20 to 30 minutes, even sometimes an hour without his phone in the morning, which is what I do. And he was like doing a little bit of yoga and he was like writing out his to-do list for the day and like getting in a workout and kind of just like life caught up and he traveled a bunch and like Mm -hmm. got out of that. And so I was saying, I think the thing that you don't realize is because he's like, I don't have as much as enough time in the day. But I was like, go into the Instagram app because you can do that now and you can go to your activity okay. yep. and I you have can that. set yep. a goal of like, okay, a limit. I only want to spend an hour a day on Instagram. And I don't even want to spend an hour a day on Instagram. But, but if you if you yeah, track no. it, it's, it's very crazy. surprising. It. Yep. It's really surprising. Yep. And so I was I like, even do it for my screen now too. Yeah, so you can do it for all your apps. And I get get like a notification at the end of each week. No, I know. It shows me how many hours I'm on screen Mm -hmm. time, how many hours I'm in Instagram, how many hours I'm on this app, and it breaks it all down. It becomes very real, very quick, where you're like, wow, that's where I spend my day. Exactly. Even for, I mean, there's some, yeah, there's some days where I'm just like, oh my gosh, I am so needing to, like, throw this thing against the wall right now. But, (laughs) But yeah, I was like, if you... Because I think what's happening is, like, you could have time back in your day if you just deleted the Instagram app before you go to bed. Right. Mm -hmm. Don't. And then have your morning where you get up, you, like, journal, do whatever. Yeah. Have that screen time free. And then maybe set a goal where it's, like, or a rule for yourself where it's, like, I don't install the app until noon. And then at noon, you reinstall the app and then set your goal for the day, which is maybe, like, an hour. And then when the hour alerts you then uninstall the app again and like do that every single day now when you i don't know because like you're not technical but but like when you install like do you just come back or do yeah you, you don't have to worry about logging or doing anything of that stuff you just have to log in so like you have to put yes, in your, my problem your name and password oh my <laughs> well just just write it down somewhere right. um and it's just the fact that you're it disconnecting may, you're and it, it may seem like oh well i could just re-download it really quick right but the thing is that like the reason it's so distracting is because it's like a reflex for us now. Yes. Oh my so God. You yeah. Doing something and all yep. of a sudden you realize I just scrolled for five, 10 minutes yep. and I don't even know why I did that. Yep. You oh my God. And yes. Scroll and scroll. That was me this morning. I was like, I had fed her, put her down for a nap. I was waiting for our first guest to get here. I was waiting for Amanda to get here. And I was like, Oh, I went downstairs. I like made myself a like tea, like ate something. And then I was like, Oh, I'll do some emails. And then like before I knew it, I didn't even look at my computer and I was on my phone. Yeah. Looking at Instagram. I was just scrolling, scrolling. And then Amanda texted, like, oh, I'm pulling in. And I'm like, pulling in. Oh my God, she's pulling in. <laughs> it's like, it's yeah. true. Yeah. It takes over. It really does. Yeah. And it's like, I just think that so much of that time is because it's so mindless and it's also 
so much of that time is spent comparing yourself to other people. It can also be discouraging or it's the worst. Yeah. And I, I've had to stop doing it because I'm just like, you know what? Everyone else is like, like, I know a lot of these things are fake and I know everyone is professional photos and I know all that. And sometimes I'm just like, I'm just not good at anything. Like, I just suck. I know. Like, I'm like, why didn't I do things this way? I should have. And it's just like, after a while, I'm just like, you know what? It makes you feel like, even if you're on a high and you feel like you're doing things really well, if you scroll and you find somebody who's doing something that seems way cooler than what you're doing, it can bring you down a notch. And oh, it yeah. And really, it, you know, it makes you get inside your, in, in your head and start to question everything and... And really, it's like if you can use these people to motivate you and inspire you, then that's awesome. But the second that you start to feel bad about yourself because of them, maybe it's time for also like a digital detox. 100%. And 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 to follow what you were saying, like last night, I had one of those moments. I had like felt accomplished. I got so many things done. Mm-hmm. I put a minute down for bed. And then I went to sit and I should have gone and taken a bath. But I was like, oh, I'm tired. I'm like drawing the bath. Like how lazy is that? Didn't have the energy, you know. And instead I went on Instagram. I went to certain mom's profiles that I shouldn't have. And I unfollowed them last night because I realized that they're hurting me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, even though I know in my head that they're not really living that life and there's a lot more really going on mm-hmm. because they show all these things. I'm like, God, why didn't I do that today? Or like, I should have worked on this or I should have done that. And I got super down on myself, went into like a full tailspin, got really upset. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, what is wrong with me? And I woke up this morning. I was like, Allie, you got to stop that shit. Like, and you don't realize it sometimes that you do it and you go down this like rabbit hole. Well, and also, and maybe in that moment, yeah, you weren't doing what they were doing, but A, they probably weren't doing it in real time anyway. They were probably in their pajamas too, like totally. <laughs> trying to get their kids ready for bed. Right. Um, and then B, it's like you are killing it at times in your life too. Like it's obvious right. from, you know, I've checked out your Instagram. Thank I know you. what you do. It's like you kill it. And so maybe in that moment, yes. you don't feel like you and were, you're but enemy always, like always. You, you always drift, like you said, and that's the voice in your head that you don't realize that you are in your head. And I'm realizing more and more for me, that social media, like how you just said with the digital detox, I heavily relate to that because now I am more of an influencer in the space and I never mm-hmm. was a quote unquote, I hate using that word, but use that influencer yeah. because now being in the mom world, there's so much of that people want and it's great and it's amazing. And I'm very thankful for that. And I love it. But there's times where I realize like, this is a dark space for me. And like when I'm done with my work on there, I can't sit there and scroll and I can't sit there and just keep taking everything in because I'm consuming it and it's becoming toxic. Yeah. I think something that can be helpful too is to like post when you're inspired. Like I only post when I'm feeling motivated and inspired to post instead of forcing myself to post because I haven't and I need to. And then once I posted, maybe spending, you know, 10 or 15 minutes in the app responding to comments or whatever, if there's messages, but then leaving right after that and not continuing to scroll and just, yeah, maybe you don't grow your following as quickly, but if you're putting out good content that resonates with people eventually it'll it'll happen yeah absolutely yeah. And, and in the right timing yeah you don't need to spend hours and hours and hours commenting liking following because that's just gonna drive you insane no it it is i can't do it no it, it does do drive it. me insane i'm in many engagement groups and i've had to again same thing like limit myself like look at the clock and go by this time i'm going to stop liking commenting even if my engagement isn't 
where I need to be today. It is what it is. I can't do it. And I have to tell myself that. And I look at the clock and I set that time. And I really stick to it because I've realized that before when I didn't, same back to what you were saying, you just keep going and going and going. Next thing you know, you've lost a few hours of your day. That's why when you said about 11 minutes and being distracted, that doesn't surprise yeah, me at all because sense. it makes sense. Like you do come out of like whatever you were working on and all of a sudden you're like, wait, what was I doing? And then you're all over the place. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I appreciate what you said about like the morning and like you just going to partner to your husband because you're trying to help him go back to like what was working, what was the routine, what was this, what yeah. was that. And I'm trying to do something for myself now. It's like now I'm trying to listen to meditation music at night and in the morning. Like those yeah. are my two things that like help me. So even if I don't get to work out or do stretching or something because it is crazy, I don't get down on myself and I've at least like given myself that center mm-hmm. when I'm going to bed and when I'm waking up and then I see like what happens during the day and I try to do some of it but it's not always physically able for me because I'm so crazy. Yeah and I think that would be like the other thing with new moms and with anybody really if you give yourself that time that's non-negotiable mm-hmm. um, every every day that something that brings you joy that makes you happy that motivates you that inspires you like when you do have to be there for your child you're going to be much more present because you, you're happy because you're more filled up. You're like, okay, like I give myself some time. I feel more energized. I feel good. I took that time for me. You don't start to resent your child, which I mean, I know no mother would want to say that they resent their child. No, but resent's a hard word, but you, you definitely do. Like it's I hard for people to fall down, just straight up fall down in my back, like hysterical because I'm like, I love you so damn much, but I'm losing my shit because I'm losing myself and I'm losing who I am. And I'm, and, and like you said, it's like you have to be aware of that and be like, okay, what can I do to get myself back to where I was mm-hmm. so that I am in that moment so I can be the best version of myself mm-hmm. for them? And I had to realize that too because I went through heavy postpartum depression and yeah. I didn't even realize I was going through it until I was in it. And my husband like really stepped up and helped me. But he said to me, he's like, I get that you need to go get your lashes done. I get that you need to like go do your nails. Leave me with her. Like it's okay. Don't feel guilty. Don't yeah. feel like, you know, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Like, just leave me with her. And I'm like, okay, I guess I can. And at first, it was really hard for me. Yeah. But then I was like, no, it's okay. And then it started being like, okay, no, I can go to events without her. I can go do this. But you do. It's like this whole new world in the mom world where you don't realize, like, you're just all over the place. And you're like, you said back, going back to the back burner. Mm-hmm. Like, you put yourself on the back burner and you don't realize. And all of a sudden, you're like, oh, well, no wonder I'm so empty because I'm pouring from empty Right. Cup. Well, and, <laughs> you know? and yeah, and I guess, like, it's not that you, like, ever resent your child. It's just that you, in those moments when you're so exhausted, you're just like, I'm not being a good enough mom. And you start Absolutely. to start to reflect on you and you feel bad and then you're so overwhelmed and you can't do what you need to do to be there fully for the child and or for you. And just that sort of, like, cycle, I think, is it's just... It's the worst. And yeah. I feel like so many people are stuck in it. And I do that with, like... Facebook because I actually get a lot of work through Facebook. Like people are surprised when really? I say that. No, Facebook is my LinkedIn. Yeah, she gets like, a lot of work. I get everything through yeah. Facebook. I just I know how to use it. I'm in a lot of private Facebook groups that are for writers. Just a little bit of Facebook guru. And <laughs> That's cool. I and I have tip, right? yeah. No, and I've had like I have um You've had on, some really good success from them. Yeah, like what do I have on the um, notifications? Mm-hmm. This is yeah. what happens when you have a cold. You can't have the word like notifications. <laughs> um, for certain groups where I know I can get work from and if I need work and, mm-hmm. you know, if things are not – because like a lot of things have been coming to me lately, but they don't always come to me. And I have to sometimes look and, you know, keep – sort of also like just to keep in my work, like what is going on outside of like Amanda land mm-hmm. in yeah. the re- rest of the writing yeah. world. So it's sort of like, you know, like – for a lot of freelance writers, like our version of a water cooler, 
Um, mm-hmm. And it's hard because sometimes I'm like, I'll go on and I'll see someone got like a book deal and I'll just be like, I suck. Yeah. It's hard. And, and you compare on social media. What does that so do for you? Like, do you feel like it paralyzes you from putting out something that you would be proud of or – It just makes me feel like no matter what I do, it's never going to be enough that like, and the joke is like, I do want a book deal, but there are things that I want more than a book deal, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's hard, you know? I mean, like I have so many ideas and it's like, why is this happening to them and not to me? Mm -hmm. And then there are times that I'm like, but sometimes I'm the person that things are happening to and people are probably looking. Exactly. I think it's, it's hard. that, like, you have to stop trying to think that everybody has it figured out because we're all just figuring it out as we go. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, we are all just trying to figure it out. And when you look at somebody's um, highlight reel, or for lack of better words, I feel like that's what everyone says, but it truly it is. is. Like, Absolutely. It, it, yeah. It's a glimpse of what's really going on. And it's giving you, like, as everybody, which I hate people saying, but like, living my best life, it gives you that quick glimpse of how they are living their best life because mm-hmm. they curate it to look that way. Because obviously Instagram is all about aesthetics and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's like people make it look beautiful and make it look this. And yeah. it's like, yes, yeah, some of that really is going on. But like you said, it's not all it's cracked up to be. Yeah. And now it's kind of... You know, and I think there are movements and people are trying to be more real and share Absolutely. their, you know, their stories. And But then we're getting into, like, some of this oversharing a little bit, too. Course, yeah. And so it's, like, it's this fine, weird yeah. – Yeah, it's a fine line. But um, because then it's, like, oh, am I not sharing enough? How do I be more real? How do I – and so it then kind of goes into comparisons again. So I think that there's a lot of good – that you get from social media, you I've connected with some of the most incredible women. Oh, absolutely. There's Do you get a lot media. of, like, clients through social media? Not a lot of clients through social media. I get a lot of um, just women connecting with me, reaching That's out, nice. saying that they've, you know, maybe tried my sugar cleanse or they heard me on a podcast or, like, thank you so much for the information. I share my story a lot, and I get a lot of women – that say that they resonate with my story. I know, which we you have to like, no, I know. We, don't have, into, we don't have a ton of time, but yeah, I yeah. actually do because it was something I wanted to go over, which is that yeah. you were talking about how you have orthorexia or you were orthorexia. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> orthorexic. Yeah, we'll tell like, and tell yeah, us a little I'd bit love about to bring story. a little bit of yeah. light into this because I think it's important and it's not discussed enough. Yeah. yeah. So I always say that I was orthorexic, mm-hmm. um, meaning for those that don't know, it's like an obsession with eating perfectly, um, okay. per- eating the perfect way, okay. whatever that means to you, because that definition is different for everybody. Oh, yeah. But for me, I yo-yo dieted for almost 12 years and it came from, long story short, it came from putting on a lot of weight very quickly after high school. I quit. I was on the swim team. I played volleyball. I was very active. I could eat whatever I wanted. And as soon as all of that stopped, I literally ballooned up overnight. And, um, and it was really hard for me. And I was going into college and I wanted to be, I wanted to look good. I wanted to meet guys. I wanted Mm -hmm. to, you know, not be hazed because I was afraid that people would pick on me. And so I just, I learned how to restrict my food and my calories, um, which I had never had to do before. And so I became obsessed with it and I became obsessed with the control. And that's how I got into the all or nothing mentality. But I think as an all or nothing person, if you've dieted, then you probably at some point have experienced orthorexia. So an example would be, I did a diet where you have to 
it's very, very low. It was almost like a ketogenic diet, very low carb, but it made you terrified of eating high sugar vegetables. So it was like you can't even eat onions or carrots. And so I remember just being afraid of onions and carrots, which are very healthy foods, FYI. Yeah. And being out to dinner and like just panicking inside if I would ask for a side of roasted vegetables and it would come out with those on it. And I'd be like picking out like the onions. And like, even if I would taste like a little piece of an onion in my mouth, I would like spit it into a napkin because I wanted to be perfect. And it was that, that it was that mental. Wow. And I just, that's a lot of work. It was a lot of work. And I was count tracking all my calories on the, my fitness pal app, which I don't suggest. It made me obsessed. If I went to a restaurant and the food wasn't, you know, it didn't have the restaurant I was going to with the meal I was eating. I would put in every ingredient separately. Oh, my God. That would make me insane. And it did make me insane. I became really wound up. I had always been super chill. But I became really wound up. Wow. And just very And I can't imagine it, like, because you have such a good energy about you. Yeah. So, like – Calm and you can tell your center, like you have a really good aura about you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And I wasn't that way. <laughs> I, I was very, you know, I, I went through bouts of being really shy and then bouts of being very outgoing. But I, and, and during the time that I was going through these like drastic weight swings, you know, I'd be up and down 40 to 50 pounds. That's a lot. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I'm, That's like, real I'm like 50 pounds less than I was at my highest point now. And I'm eating a lot more food Wow. and not working out as much. Wow. Um, Good for you. But it was just because I was screwing with my metabolism because right. I was just, I would binge and restrict and binge and restrict. And that's and where you're almost like psyching your body out basically yeah and, and I wouldn't necessarily say binge in the sense that I go home and like eat all this candy and right. then restrict the next day it was more that I would eat um perfectly quote-unquote all week long and then I would always have like a cheat day and that was the day where I could just go crazy and then starting again on Monday I would like totally restrict my calories And that was just my life. And so whether it was like a very specific diet, eating yes and no foods, or it was like counting my calories and eating whatever I wanted as long as it was within a certain range, it was orthorexic because I had to be perfect. When I was tracking calories, it was like if I was trying to hit 1,200 calories and I got to 1,250, I would just be beating myself up. It's so, so – that's just, like, so hard to, to live that way. It's really hard to live that way. And I know you said that you had – Yeah. I had it – I would say, like, high school and college. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, like, obsession with calories. It was that, like, I had grown up eating so healthy. And, like, there was nothing – like, the, I went to an all-girls school. I had a oh, very wow. stressful senior year. And I was in a car accident on Thanksgiving. Oh, my goodness. Um, I was in an SUV that flipped. So I had, like, a minor head injury. I had a concussion. But, like, my head was, like, really cut up for quite a few months. I had to wear hats. Like, it was bad. It was It was bad. I still have my college applications in on time because I'm just so anal. Yeah. But, like, there was never anything I would want to eat for lunch. So I just literally went years. And now I kind of know why I hate eating lunch. Mm -hmm. I just never ate lunch. I'd wait till, like, I got home. And in college, like, there was never any healthy food at, like, mm-hmm. any of the schools I went to, especially if you're a freshman and you're living in the dorms. It's really so hard. So if there was, like, not grilled chicken or vegetables or whatever, and, like, mind you, and even to, th- to this day, I won't eat from a salad bar. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm just very picky about, mm-hmm. like, what 
where it's from, if it's processed. Yeah, like, it's really – she was one – so Hallie and I were together um, at a gas station trying <laughs> to get a snack, and she experienced it because yes, there did. was, like, nothing really healthy. Yeah. And it's, like, I won't eat – like, I won't like eat prepared sandwiches yeah. anywhere. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they're – like, what? It's been sitting there. And you're, like, it says it's fresh. I'm, like, I don't care. This is poison. Yeah. <laughs> and it's – no, she but, like, so funny. I, like, I oh just, like, God. didn't eating eat. Eating. I'm, like, I'm hungry. So, oh, so that's kind of, like, your version of orthorexia my because version, you wouldn't eat unless so it I was, just, like, what you deemed perfect. Yeah. yeah. I had grilled chicken. When I went to Bucknell, luckily the cafeteria had stir-fry – but, like, I would make them make it in a way. I would have tofu, which, like, in retrospect was probably so unhealthy to be not tofu that I <laughs> vegetables. And I would make them do the sauce on the side or do, like, half a spoonful of sauce. I mean, it was, yeah. like, yeah, it was nuts. Wow. And yeah. it's, like. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, measuring out. I mean, yeah. I remember measuring out everything. Like, wow. every bite, like, and taste. And um, I think it just becomes, it breeds such obsession and it just you know it makes you feel so crazy it makes you feel crazy it makes you feel guilty all the time right. it makes you feel like there is no freedom that you're always going to be in this trap and I think that's really what once I broke free of the restriction so how did you break free it was many I mean obviously many years yeah. but essentially it was um me finding out that it didn't work mm-hmm. like it like it how you're saying before your bodies is kind of your science yeah yeah and when I decided to go to nutrition school and I know we don't have that much time left but when I decided to go to nutrition school it was after I had healed myself of really debilitating migraines from stressful careers not eating regular meals um you know working in PR and not taking a lunch break yeah um I developed these debilitating migraines on top of not really understanding how to fuel my body and I realized it all stemmed from the gut and stress so I really had to change my diet I had to um remove a lot of foods that can be migraine triggers I had to learn to treat myself to massages and not seeing see it as being selfish but seeing it as being a necessary right and that's like the best treat yeah it's incredible and so now you know I through that process um and healing my migraines I was just blown away by the fact that I could be in and out of doctor's offices prescribed me all these prescription drugs that did nothing for me other than mask the symptoms. Yep. But then I could cure myself cure yep. through food and lifestyle. Yeah. So I signed up for nutrition school and wanted to help other people. And through that process, I started to learn that it's so important to check in with yourself and to get really real with like understanding your cravings. Like instead of being like, oh, I'm craving salt and sugar. Like I'm just a failure. I'm just going to eat this thing and feel like crap and start over. It's like, okay, well, why is that happening? Did you not leave yourself enough time? You know, right. maybe you put all you put your kids in front of yourself today yeah, sure. or you put your husband because you needed to make him dinner or you didn't leave yourself enough time in the morning to cook. Right. Um. So maybe you're just really stressed and it's about creating a really nice morning ritual that you look forward to to set yourself up. So it's like learning really what works for you, not only the foods that fuel you and make you feel really good, but yeah. habits that are really simple, like I was saying earlier, mm-hmm. that you can commit to so that when you have a choice, not a cheat, but like you choose something that you really want to have, you can enjoy it and know that you just move on from it. It's not a mess up. It's just continuing. And so I really learned what that was. And then I think it's like for the first time I started to have energy that lasted me through the day without having to rely on a bunch of coffee. Mm -hmm. And I was maintaining my weight without having to do hour and a half long HIIT training workouts every other day. And 
restrict my cal- you know and so it was just it's, really no it's like it it's exhausting I mean yeah. even like and I don't think I've ever said this so senior year I got a car George Foreman Grill I literally just cooked all of my food Mm-hmm. Because I just, like, don't trust, like, mass-produced. And, like, to this like day, really so, yeah. I don't I don't like mass-produced food. I rarely eat fast food. Like, I've never had Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. I know people love it. To I've me, had so much Taco Bell. So much. Terrified of it. It's not yeah, anymore. So I haven't had yeah, Taco Bell for, like, a long time, but I used to eat a lot of Taco Bell. I will eat in and out yeah. sometimes. Just, But I feel like that's also fresh, and I feel like that's not – but, like, I could never go to, like, a, like that would be, like, I'd have the worst anxiety attack oh, if no. someone made me. And there's nothing wrong with Taco Bell. It's just me. Well, right. the thing is. It's my role. Yeah. I would never, at this point in my life, eat Taco Bell either because it because knowing what I know now, like I said, knowledge is power. Yeah. It's just not worth it. And it also, I don't enjoy it. I feel horribly sick afterwards. Yeah, you always feel. Everyone it's, I know feels. I always yeah, feel sick afterwards. It, it's just not. And there's so many delicious and I love French fries. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and you can make. I haven't bought it yet, but I need to invest in the air, air fryer. Air fryer. It Justin, my husband, just literally easiest. showed it to me. And he's like, "I really, really, really want to get this." And I'm like, "Okay, if you really want to get it, go ahead." Yeah, and actually, that could be something really good for you. My sister really? and her fiance just got one, and they. My sister does not like to spend any time cooking. She's that's very, me. Very I was gonna say when, when you were giving like the cooking yeah. stuff, I, I didn't want to interrupt you because you were like on a roll and everything was like so perfect. I'm mean, so you were gonna listen and be like, "Oh, I need to go." What do that. exactly? But does there's it me do? that I'm like, I I barely cook. I get anxiety in the yeah. kitchen. I'm it's hilarious. Yeah, Amanda's I mean, because she's experienced me and she's like yeah. helped me and watched me have anxiety. Like it's just it's like me in the gas something. station is her in the kitchen. Oh yeah. my god, I'm I don't know you why. I've always been that person and like I try to break of it my dad's like FaceTiming to help me with like certain meals if I'm gonna surprise Justin and make something and like as long as we're on FaceTime like I'm good and I can like keep it moving or I have like a serious like one two three recipe but once that goes away oh all hell breaks loose for Allie like I just I just can't I'm like never mind (laughs) so that you're like the perfect experiment for all the simple stuff Uh um and the yeah the air fryer so I don't know exactly how it works because, like I said, I don't have one. But I do know that you can – so you're not using, like, all the oil. You're not Mm -hmm. traditionally frying it. But it makes, like – you could make, like, sweet potato fries. You could make – like, my sister and her fiancé have made – she's like, you would never think you would crave green beans. But it makes, like, the perfectly almost, like, fry-like crispy Mm. green beans. And then it cooks a steak, like, restaurant quality in, like, five minutes. Um Chicken, they they made like coconut crusted chicken in Yum. Like 10 minutes. Oh, I might have to get it. I yeah. gotta look into this and if now. She is Justin's saying, been talking if about she is it. Ob- they are obsessed. They're like the walking <laughs> billboard for it, and I'm, I'm gonna buy it because it just makes it. Yeah. They just said it makes life so much easier. Okay. My sister will check help in the kitchen because she enjoys doing it. Oh. Everything tastes so good that it's Oh, Justin would be And like, it sounds like it's easy to clean up because I hate to clean cleaning. It. Yeah. Super simple. Yeah. And Justin would be like on his hands and knees if I like loved to do something in the kitchen. He'd be like, oh my God, what did you do to my wife? Like, like, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> and it's way easier even than like the instant pot. The instant right. pot is cool, but it also is a lot of steps. Yes, it is. And so, I, it's like I've had like, you know, um, uh, what's it called? A uh, crock pot, and like I love that. But again, I did feel you like not watch This Is Us? I knew you were gonna say that. I watch. I'm obsessed oh, I with This Is Us. It's such a good I, show. I I I'm like terrified. I, I won't are, even but, leave my but coffee I don't, maker. But I don't like. Then. Like, I don't know. I just I watch it and I know how long it can be on. And I grew up with a crock pot. My dad always used a crock pot, so like 
I I guess that's just like, you know, because yeah. I'm brought up around it. And I could do that and I can like, you know, put a couple things in there and then know like, hey, it's cooking and it's good to go. Yeah. But like that's about it. Like I made the other night milk and eggs. I had pork chops from them. And mm-hmm. I and I Justin's like watching Amelia, she's like chasing around, he just gotten home. I like was trying to feed the animals and I'm like, babe, I took out the pork chops so they were like not because they freeze all our meat because right. of our schedules. And so I was like, I took it out, so it's like been dissolving all day, so we'll be good, but like can you make it later? And he's like well, you can make it. And I was like, <laughs> no. And he's like, Allie, he's like, all you have to do is literally just season it. Here's like the seasons. Just turn, you know, our little grow pan on. And I did it. Barely. But I did it. And somehow it came out okay. That's and awesome. he was praising me like, no tomorrow. But like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, oh my God, this, oh my God. Like, that's just how I am. And I've always been that way. And I wish I wasn't. But no, I- but that's the thing is that, and, I, and this is something that I hone in with every client like not trying to wish that you were a different way right or like that you're stupid or incapable because you can't do something right it's like you have to find the fit that works for you and if it means being really simple like another tip of mine is you could chop every vegetable yourself and yeah like technically that's easy right but if you're trying to get into consistency go to Trader Joe's get the already pre cut all the veggies that are pre cut right the cauliflower rice that's already rice like Make it as freaking simple as possible. Get right. the sauces that are already pre-made. Right. You know, don't be trying to all of a sudden go from zero to 60. I know. That's my problem not, I do. Yeah. 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 You got to, like, really simplify life and right. just, I feel bad about it. Right. It's, I mean, that's what I do. Everything's super simple at, in my home and, and everyone thinks that I love to cook, but I don't. It's just because I have these, like, rotating go-tos that are really easy. I think you do. You have to make things work with your lifestyle or you're never going to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. No, you're right. And that's, that's really a point. And I'm, I'm learning that <coughs> with meditation and everything else that I'm doing. So now I need to take what you're saying and put that into like nutrition and eating. Yeah. And I have to check out the air fryer. Yeah. And instead of saying, you know, oh, everybody says that in order to be a calm centered person, you have to do 10 minutes of meditation every day. And then you're stressed about yes. having oh to meditate. God. Yes. And it's like one more thing that you feel like you're failing at. And then that leads you to, so it's like, if that is making you feel that way, what's a way that you can deep breathe or, you know, fit that into your life and maybe a non-traditional sense? Um, I think all of us need to breathe more. So if you can, like for me, I just got a tattoo on my wrist that says uh-huh. inhale, exhale. And Cute. it's like a nice oh, little so pretty. It's really pretty. It's just a cool reminder for me. And it has been, I just got it. And there's times in the day where I realize I haven't, like I'm holding my breath. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my tattoo and it's like... Cool. So yeah. little, I'm not saying go get a tattoo, no, I but little you. Whatever ways works to you. remind yourself to yeah. just breathe. Right. You know, and and it doesn't necessarily have to start with a 10 minute app cross legged. It could be sticking a breathe sticker on your kitchen right. um, fridge, or yeah. it could be, um, you know, taking five deep breaths in before you start a meal. It could be like signing up for an unplugged class because somebody's keeping you accountable. No, yeah. I know. I did there. I was a brand ambassador for them for a yes, month. And I'm I'm very good. I like going to places to meditate. I'm terrible about doing it on my own. I've done challenges. I've written articles. Like, you have no idea the extent I've written about meditation <laughs> oh for someone. Oh, my gosh. So you're like an expert at tra- point. Not really an expert, but I really try. But, like, I've noticed, too, sometimes, like, when I was the other – well, people who are listening to the podcast – won't I just was on a podcast that I produced for a former guest Jen Cohen and I got really really sick I was sick the whole day at work and I was I had to drive back and I didn't feel and I literally had to just stop in the car before I went I'm like 
okay, I need like a f- maybe five, 10 seconds to sit here and take a few deep breaths because I just felt like shit. I had no mm-hmm. idea how I was going to drive. And it was like such a gift to be able to do that. And yeah. sometimes like in the middle of the day, I'm just like, no, you know what? I'm stopping everything I'm doing and I'm just going to sit here. I'm not going to time it, but I'm going to take a few deep breaths. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to give myself maybe 30 seconds. And it's such a gift. And like things can work that way. And you just felt more recharged after you do it. It's so, it makes me feel so much better. And I just realized like yeah. I have to make things work for myself because I can't do, although my goal is to like do a lot of good things for myself in the morning once I'm over this illness, which was something I was trying to start this year and just yeah. didn't do. But like, you don't need a new year to like start a new routine. Absolutely no. not. Uh-uh. No. You need no a new more, day. No yeah. new year, new you. I am yeah. so sick of that. So I said the I same just, thing in the beginning uh-huh. of our podcast. If you listen back in the beginning when we first started our episode 2019, I was like, as a new mom, being someone who went through postpartum depression, all the things that I personally experienced, mm-hmm. I had to come to like this new year, new me, new resolution bullshit does not work. It actually makes me feel anxiety, makes me feel depressed, makes me crazy. Yes, Amelia's feeling. It's a new you. That's right. so strange. Exactly. It's like to me, what I came up with was new intentions. Set new intentions for yourself. Yeah. What your intent is, and then don't feel bad, like how you're saying, don't feel bad on yourself if there's something like you wish you could change. It's like, yeah. no, accept that that's what it is, and then yeah. figure out what works for that. Same with the intention. Set yourself that intention, and then try to follow through and do it, but whatever you don't do, don't hold yourself so tight where it's like, oh my God, that resolution just slipped by, and how did that happen? And like, that's yeah. where I think we get in our own heads and get in our own way, Absolutely. and then we have problems. Yeah, I think one of the best ways to do that is to create, and this is, again, something I do with my clients, but to create, uh, I call it like a magnetic vision Mm -hmm. of where you want to be. So you're literally like propelled towards it. So you paint that picture in your mind of like what you want to accomplish, where you want to be, what it would feel like, what it would look like, what would you be doing? And you paint this image and you want it so badly that you're like, how do I get there? And then you create these intentions with action steps. So you know, and a powerful why. So instead of just being like, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds by X date, you reframe the verbiage so it's positive because anything that's negative is yep. daunting. 100%. You have to give something up. I say the same thing to my husband. Not to interview you, last night he was like, oh, I, I, our debt is making me crazy. I was like, not debt. We have a lot of balances to handle. And he laughed yeah. at me and I was like, no, I'm No, serious. it's just you can make yourself insane. You like need to like not hold on to that and use those negative words like you said, mm-hmm. but continue. No, and basically that, it's just like reframing everything. So it's something that you look forward to. It's like create a morning routine um, that I actually look forward to waking up to, the, up to in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then your why is like yeah. so that I can – you know, start in a in a frame of mind that's much more calm, so that I leave myself more time to mm-hmm. to map out my to dos for the day, so that I create a breakfast that I'm excited about, so that at the end of the day I'm not looking around. You know, whatever right. your reasons are yeah, for sure. doing it. Yeah. And then the action step is like just take one small step this week. And what is that step? Maybe all it is is agreeing that for the first 15 minutes of the morning, you'll leave your phone in your bedroom and you'll go out and write your to-do list or journal for a few minutes. And that's all you do that week. And like you continuously layer on. Yeah. No, I love that. And I, I do the same thing with my phone. I was telling Amanda, I put my phone on my husband's side now so that I don't reach Mm -hmm. for it first thing in the morning. That's smart. And like, I also like when I first wake up, like I obviously have to nurse Amelia because I'm exclusively breastfeeding. So it's like, I know in the morning when I first open my eyes, the first thing I do is like see her sweet face nurse her for like 15, 20 minutes and then take a few minutes to myself, wash my face, do what I need to do and then 
look at my phone yeah. to see what texts and what are going on instead of being immediately sucked in. And I realized I've already made such a difference in my headaches, in the way I think, and the way things start in the yeah, morning. Like, great. I, I already just see it. And oh, I, I have a great tip. What's that? I have a great tip for everyone, which is so easy, and everyone can do it. So I sleep with water by my bed all the time because I'm just a thirsty person. Yes, you yeah. are. <laughs> and so I will, like, and I'm trying, everyone wants to stay hydrated, so when I get out of bed, either in bed or before, sometime before, between my bedroom and my bathroom, sometimes it's before my pee, sometimes it's my after, I just drink like half a bottle of water and I'm like, oh, I just hydrated and did, like yeah. I start the day off good doing the you. most minor act of self-care, yeah, but, but it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me and feel our, really our, good. Our bodies are water. I mean like our energy is water. Our but it's like water physical and it's emotional because yeah. I feel like I'm starting the day off doing something good for myself. Yeah. I mean, and it's not a ton of water. I just doubt, like, I can't force myself to drink a whole thing for yourself, and that's great. And it puts me in a better state of mind. I believe it. And that's what I'm trying to do, too. And I know you have to go in a minute, but, like, you know, we all have so much negative self-talk. And I yep. think last our, our year, are, <laughs> I was the queen of negative yes, self-talk. Yes, and I was so hard on myself. And I'm like, it just doesn't work for me. It just yeah. doesn't propel me anywhere. It makes me feel more stressed. It makes yeah. me feel more negative. Mm-hmm. So it's helped like, you to, like, reframe that so that you are focusing more on the positive. Realizing it makes me so anxious. And then I don't want to be anxious. Yeah. Yeah. And that... Anxiety, like sometimes I make myself anxious because I don't feel productive, but it has the opposite effect. When I'm anxious, I can't be productive. Right. So by doing something positive or having more positive self-talk, to me, that's a form of making myself more productive and a better person. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And it's, I mean, it's so simple, but we make it so complicated. I know, don't we? Well, and I I hate to, like, like, we know you have to go, but like, I hate to... Um, go back to social media but I truly and I listen I am an influencer like I love my Instagram community I actually have met so many amazing people like I don't I don't like hate social media but there is a place where I feel like it does become dark and how you were just saying how we we make everything super overcomplicated I think we do because we have so much in front of us so therefore we consume so much and therefore we're trying to break up everything and figure everything out and it's like you think back to like our parents and people before us and why they look at us like we're crazy like Mm -hmm. these entrepreneurs and it's like amazing to be entrepreneurs but it's like for them they didn't have all those options so it was very simple it was like a b and c pick one for us it's like pick the whole alphabet where are you going a to z you know and it's like you can but like you just said in steps in layers and just make a decision yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and commit and commit to yourself that's something i've learned for myself yeah i have empowered and worked on history styling for the last 10 years and i finally have to like look at things and still work my clients but i have to step back and go okay how do I focus on me? How do I pour into me? Because I've been pouring into everyone else for so long mm-hmm. that I feel like I've neglected myself even before I was a mom. And now yeah. I think because I am a mom, I'm just so much more aware of it. And it's really depleting me. Yeah. And I tell me it all the time. Like, I'm so thankful for this podcast. What do you have in your mouth, girlfriend? Because we, we have a place to talk about this. <laughs> I have a place to talk about this. I, Okay. And I think it's your wire. I'm that sounds so good. <laughs> wait, that wasn't you can't like, be a perfect mom all the time. <laughs> exactly. But a place to talk about this because you do. And then you get to have meet people like you who are like amazing and have these stories to share and open these conversations and talk about things that we don't get to discuss all the time mm-hmm. because we are so wrapped in our lives and in our phones and everything that you don't have these real one-on-one conversations it and interviews. Really good to be it like honest. Yes. And that's one thing Authentic. that in this last year, it's like 
I've realized that I think when I first was coaching, yeah. I was almost nervous to open up about the things that are hard for me of because course. I felt it like it makes you better. Oh, what if I'm, you know, like what if, if they think like, oh, she doesn't have it all figured out or she doesn't yeah. have all her shit together. But people relate to you more yes, and they're they like, do. oh, you're, you're a human. Like mm-hmm. you actually struggle with these things on a yeah. daily basis. Like I think Jen said this on the podcast, but when you're orthorexic, it's just, it's not like, oh, I'm not that anymore. Like I still am that. And right. that is a tendency of mine. Right. So it's I have to work through. on it. Yeah. yeah. I have to be mindful of it all the time. Yeah. And I have points in my life where I wake up and I look in the mirror and I don't like what I see and I start to get really down on myself or I, you know, eat too much out at a restaurant or I have a really bad hangover and it's like, why did I do that? And I revert back to those negative thoughts. Mm -hmm. But now I have so many of the tools and the support around me to work my way out of it. Mm -hmm. And I have my clients really like that motivate me every single day. And I learn from them just as much as I feel like they learn from me. And so that to me is really cool. And And I have to also be okay. You know, I love now sharing I'm opening up a lot more even on social media about the things that I've been through because Mm -hmm. every time I do, I get people that reach out to me and are like, I didn't know that anybody else had gone through that or like, I felt like I was alone. agree with that completely. And if even one person connects with me in that way, and even if I don't work with them, I don't care. Yeah. You're reaching them and you're sharing that. I feel the same way I told it. I said when I went to Putting positivity into the I started posting Mm -hmm. on my Instagram about my postpartum depression and where I was and how I was feeling. All these people started messaging me and they're like, oh my God, you're always so glam and like you're on this show and you're this and you're doing it. And I'm like, yeah, and that's what you see. But you don't get to hear me when I'm home with my family or in my head of what I'm going through and where I'm at and people so the same thing like all of a sudden my following like started growing by double and I, I in my head I was like what am I doing like good better content better presets and it was like no damn it. Being you're myself. being myself and being real yeah. and being authentic and I'm sharing every single thing that I'm going through and I'm writing lengthy posts that are maybe you know too long but it's exactly <laughs> what's pouring out of me yeah. you know and it's like and people are messaging me saying oh my God, thank you so much for saying that or thank you for sharing that or oh my God, I felt the same way but I didn't know what to say mm-hmm. or I felt like a bad mom for thinking that and I'm like, oh, this is, and this is therapeutic for me, not just for exactly. you. Exactly, yep. yeah. And that's, I mean, that's exactly how I feel too when somebody comes to me and it's like I've been through this too. Like I actually shared recently a post about um, my migraines and like all the things that I did and how I was feeling and so many people reached out to me, and I had—I didn't even realize how many people suffer oh, yeah. from debilitating migraines and are so desperate to find relief and don't know what to do. And it's like your blog post like helped me so much and started implementing some of the things that I recommended and follow up and tell me that it's made a difference. And for me, like that is—that makes everything I do so worthwhile. And I don't need them to sign up with me to be a client to feel so incredible. No, and it's – I do think, though, it's just, like, putting – I feel like you can never lose putting positivity out into the world. Like never. There can never be enough positivity. I just – I just don't. And I think it's important. I've also tried to be more real on Instagram lately. And people respond to it. And I'm just like, you know what? I don't com- – I try not to complain. I try not – and there were – like I had a really bad experience at a fitness studio. I remember And this. I was just – I'm not going to say which one it is. But I was just like, you know what? I, I don't deserve to be treated this way. Screw these people. Mm-hmm. And I had such a response. And I'm like – because I, I always post about like – 
you know, my, my fitness routine and working okay, out. Yeah. And I try to not like specific results, just like I'm going to do this because I feel like just going there is half the battle. Yeah. For, for also most people. And it's accountability for you as oh, well. Yeah, and it's accountability sure. and yeah. all of that stuff. And I just think that, and people are like, oh, you've inspired me to work out. And people will ask me That's about cool. what I like to do. And I always say, and I, I was interviewing Gunnar Peterson like last year, and I'm like, Okay, the best workout's the one you do, right? He's like completely. And that's yeah. the thing. It's like if you like something right. and that gets and you that off your it doesn't yeah. matter if it's yeah. body, it doesn't matter if it's yoga. It doesn't exactly matter what the best what one said. is. Meditating, it doesn't be ten minutes. I do three minutes. Like whatever works what, for you. I what diet? The, the way you the yeah. way you eat healthy. That right. that's the one that it's gonna what, what which one ever makes you feel the best. I like mean, whatever I will you can literally to. just say to somebody, Does it work for you? And they're like, I mean, is it working for you? Do you enjoy it? Yeah. And I'm like, then it works for you. Yeah. Like, if it works for you, it works. If it works for you, it works. Like, bottom line, yeah. it's that simple. I know it's hard to get to that point, but I think a lot of it is because we feel like we should do all of the things that we hear. And yeah. I love podcasts. They're incredible. I listen to them every single day. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes that, too, if you're too much information overload where it's like you're for going sure. on and you're listening to, like, 15 different like nutritionists and they're all oh saying God, different yeah. things. And yeah, then you're one like, week, you're well, like, what do I do? I should be vegan. And yeah. then like the next week you hear a podcast, yeah. you're like, oh, well, I guess I can't have grains now. Yeah. And then the next week you hear someone who's paleo and you're like, oh, well, maybe I should do paleo because this person. It's not. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Not. Yep. And so you just kind of drive yourself crazy. And, Definitely. And so that's where you really have to use. I think it's so cool to get a varied stream of information, but then sit with it and sure. be like, okay, like what resonated with me about this? Right. And why did I like it? Why, why did am I, I drawn like to it? it? You know, when you listen to podcasts, I don't know about you, but I can't retain all that information. So no. I retain little nuggets, yeah, sure. like nuggets of yeah. gold, I would yeah. say, mm-hmm. where it's like that one line really, really resonated with, with you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like Same that here. simple little reminder yeah. that like you take I'll write your anything day. down that yeah. like really like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, maybe, it, you know, that podcast wasn't entirely for me. Um, but I got something cool from it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you're, you're so amazing and I just love how you share and I like how authentic and honest, but also like just when she sits here, don't you think it's like so insightful? Like you're just drawn in, like, and I'm not just saying that because you're here. It's just the way you speak and like, and, and like the way you share and how you were telling your story and how everything ties in and what you do with your clients and everything. So, I'm excited for your podcast. I was going to say, starting. yeah, it was like just a little yeah. teaser. She's going to be starting a like, podcast soon. No pressure, but you're excited. You said to get it going with your sister. Yeah. It's actually going to be called solo 2.0. Cute. Mm-hmm. So Love the name. my sister has, um, a website that she's launching, launching called she only lives once.com. And it's going to be an empowerment guide for women. Love that. So she describes that as like, um, a Pinterest for personal development, I think ooh, is what she said. Ooh. I love it. Um, so it's re- going to be amazing. And so the 2.0 is like we'll run the podcast through her website. Uh-huh. There's two of us. It's like Cute. the next level. And then I always say that it's about stepping into the 2.0 version of yourself. And oh, so I love that version. Yeah. Yeah. I like – I one day I was like, it's the 2.0 version of yourself. It's just taking you to the next level. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean – our goal would be to launch by summer. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. stay tuned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I tell have, we want to have her on. Yeah, we want to have her on. By the way, my yeah. sister. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Not sure if we obviously want to have you guys back you as a whole. We'll love her. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we love you. So we we love, we love you. We She's love personal friend. development. Yeah. We love your vibe. Thank yeah. you. It's been so fun. So yeah. where can people find you? Plug yourself. Plug yourself and leave our listeners. We love to leave them with like either one tip or something you've learned. Anything you want to leave our listeners with. 
Yeah. I mean, I think it just kind of circles back to, um, just stay true to yourself. And I think we hear that a lot, but really what that means is, you know, if there's anything that you take away, it's to every day, I would say before every meal, before any decision that you make, just take a moment, even if it's 30 seconds, or if you have a minute to stop and check in and ask yourself, like, is this really something that I want to be doing? Like, yeah. how does, do this serve I, me? does this serve me? How do I want to feel afterwards? Yeah. How do I want to feel now? How do I want to feel afterwards? And just give yourself that time because it may seem like you don't have it, but you have a minute or two in your day. Um, so I think that's what I would say. I love that. And then what was the other question? We wanted you to plug yourself. Oh, tell, yeah. tell our, our and we'll have all, we'll have it in the show notes as well. Okay. So, um, I spend a lot of time on Instagram, which we were talking about, which I, I do limit, but body bliss by Jess is my Instagram. And then now that we're just um, on our phone. Yes, please do follow me. And then, um, body bliss by Jess.com is my website. You can reach out to me if you have questions or just want to connect or collaborate, um, at Jess at body bliss by Jess.com. And I'm also really good about responding to all of my DMS on Instagram. Amazing. I'm on Facebook too. Body Bliss by Jess S, but Facebook's not really right. as much my it. jam. Totally. Yeah. So, okay. but yeah, cool. that, that's the best. And we'll put it all in the show notes, of course. Okay. This was amazing. Thank you so much for being Thank here, you. ladies. Thank you and it was so much. Be fabulous. Be fabulous and be you. Ooh. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Caught them both. How to Jane Fonda. One, two, three, four. Get your booty on the dance floor. Work it out. Shake it, little mama. Let me see you do the James Bond of Fire.